Hi, I'm Aaron. And I'm Rory. We're siblings. But we're pretty different. For example, on a long drive, I'm likely to kill time listening to a podcast like This American Life. And I'm way more likely to pass the time listening to things like This is America by Childish Gambino. I put hot sauce on pretty much everything. I skip the sauce, but I'll give you plenty of sass about pretty much everything anything. I always try to put my best foot forward. And both of my feet are the best. I treat them like equals because they are. I'm white. I'm black. But we do have one thing in common. Faux show, man. I'm trying to like it. Me too. I'm trying to like it. Welcome to I'm Trying to Like It, the podcast where two siblings, myself and Aaron, discuss all things pop culture or pop culture adjacent. We might disagree once in a while, but you can rest assured that we're both trying to like it. In this episode, I will test Rory's Cobra Kai knowledge with a bit of trivia. But first, we strike first and strike hard with a review of season four of the Netflix hit, Rory, No Mercy. I never give mercy. I'm like a black pit of merciless fury. <laughs> a black pit of merciless bl- pity. A merciless pity, merc- rage. Rage and fury in these f- tiny fists of mine. Fists of Fury, which is also, isn't that a movie, Fists of Fury? It is. I think they reference it in season four of Cobra Kai. The movie? Yeah, uh, well, they reference Fist of Fury, I think. Oh, no, 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 no. Remember, they show a clip of a Jean-Claude Van Damme film. Yes, which is they called, show, okay. What's that called? Fist, uh, something with fist. Aaron, how are you? I'm I'm doing okay. Our weather turned real crappy real quick, uh, January yeah, 1st. I love it. No, I love it. No, no, We're here in I Missouri, southwest Missouri. Things are cold. Things are... There's not really ice or snow on the ground anymore. There was a couple of days ago. A tiny bit. Not even anything worth mentioning. You know, that's the one thing about Missouri that really ticks me off. Don't talk about traffic again. I'm not talking about traffic. Okay. I'm going to talk about the fact that if it's going to... Now, used to live in Colorado where it would snow the... Uh, 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 perfect amount where it would shut everything down i am all about the cold if it is going to shut it down i don't need it to be cold if i'm not going to have snow and i don't need it to be cold if it's not going to shut stuff down so like when it's just cold like this i still have to get up in the morning i still have to go to work i have to put on i have to put on actual work clothes business professional and i have to get in the car which thankfully i have auto start but i have to trudge in the cold give me snow that is going to shut this town down (laughs) well that's all i have to say about that yeah we it's certainly not right now it's just cold and there's not much else going on just cold and yeah i don't don't need that i need it to be cold and shut it down yeah you're so basically (laughs) like all teachers (laughs) you were asking for an extended snow day yeah kind of like last year multiple snow days in a row yeah, last year we had almost no. Yeah, yeah I guess yeah. it was last year. Almost yeah. two full weeks of snow days in the yeah, month of- and it was beautiful. Like it was the best thing ever, and it shut 
the town down. I still was able to go get, if I needed groceries, fine. I got my groceries. If I needed to go out and sled, fine. I could go out and sled. Build a snow fort, fine. I had that option. I wasn't forced to trudge in the cold unless I wanted to. Is that out of your system now? You got yeah, it I'm good out. now. Anyways, <laughs> um, we're going to talk about the <laughs> the season four of Cobra Kai that came out um, New Year's Eve. If Johnny and I can actually work together and we win, Cobra Kai will be out of business. We got to take things to the next level. Eagles do not respond. They swoop down and take whatever they want. First, you got to learn how to fly. Come on, we're gonna get sued here. Uh, sue me for what? <laughs> Tighten that cord. <laughs> Our enemies are working together. They are combining their styles to beat us. <laughs> but there is only one way. And the only other person who knows how to teach Cobra Kai is you. Now we're talking. If you were going to join a dojo in the in the oh, universe yeah. of of that Cobra Kai takes place in, mm-hmm. or somewhere in the valley in California, <laughs> okay, <laughs> it covers all the valley apparently. All the valley, all valley um, district. So, would you be Cobra Kai? Would you be uh, Miyagi Do? Or would you be Eagle Claw? Eagle Fang. Oh, Eagle Eagle Fang. That's right. <laughs> Eagle Claw makes too much sense. <laughs> Eagle Fang is the... <laughs> so which one... Who would you want to be your sensei? <laughs> uh, uh, I think well, I know where I you're definitely... going with this. <laughs> I don't know. You should just let me. Should just let me say I'm going to be completely transparent. Um. Anyways, <laughs> you can still be. Transparent. I would have to. I would have to say, um, definitely not Cobra Kai. Well, uh, that's that's so hard. I would only choose Cobra Kai if I could show a little bit of mercy. Like obviously, <laughs> just a smidge, not full fledged like Cobra Kai, no mercy, yeah. but like Cobra Kai. Smidge mercy. Just a um, smidge of mercy. Yeah. I, w- I guess I would say it would probably be Eagle Fang just because I would always like, you know, a good offense or a good offense is nothing without its or a good defense is nothing without its offense. Is that what it is? Are you talking about like something they say in the show? Or No, I'm talking about in general. Oh, okay. whenever people like are, in like, football, good, they say blah, blah, blah. the best defense is a good offense. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Yes, 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 yes. I think that Eagle Fang, which I want to call Eagle Claw now, um, I think that Eagle Fang really is like that. They have a a fairly good defense, but they're all about the offense. And I feel like I would want to be an offensive player um, more than a defensive player. Like, I don't want to wait for someone to come up and start something with me. I want to be the one that's like, mm. Do they call themselves players? Stuff, but I'm going to. What? Are, did they call themselves players? 
No, they no. I'm just saying that I would want to be an offensive type of person. An offensive, Aaron, offensive. I'm about to offensively fight you. Is what I'm about to do. <laughs> an offensive. I'm about to throw what some they, hands. I, I honestly can't I think you. of what they call themselves. Offense. Students. Uh, they're students. Yes. <laughs> it's sensei. What's it? So they. What does they're, Miyagi or? Daniel, what does he refer to his 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 crew as? Students. Just students. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they're because sensei Miyagi just means Dorians teacher, right? Or whatever. Yeah, sensei is just like teacher, <laughs> like instructor. Miyagi Dorians. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't call them that, but that was the first thing that came. To, that was the first thing that came to my mind. Was Miyagi Dorians. Anyways, I would want to be with um, I want to be with Ingle Ingle. Oh my gosh, Eagle Fang, Eagle Fang. Okay. Yeah, what led by you? Johnny Lawrence. I should say, led by Johnny Lawrence. I feel like I don't know. I just I just really love Johnny. Um, I would Daniel just bugs the crap out of me. High and mighty, get off your pedestal, sir. Like, be a normal individual for a second. Well, Stop thinking that you're the best of the best. Philosophically, philosophically, I'd have to... I I certainly would not be Cobra Kai. I would probably be more aligned with uh, Miyagi-Do. But, you, um, be, you just want to be a sleeper? You want to be a sleeper? Well, they're just... You know, they use karate as the art of defense. And that's what... That's the way Miyagi taught it, right? Yeah. And I think that's the kind of the heart and soul. Except for Miyagi wasn't high and mighty like Daniel is. My gosh. He he's Well, let's get let's get into our discussion of the show because I think if I talk about too much about how I feel about uh about Daniel LaRusso. Daniel son. So Cobra Kai began on YouTube. It was a YouTube original a few years ago. Netflix purchased it after the first season, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. And season two. So season two and three were offered on Netflix. That's when we started watching it, was when it was brought to Netflix. And so we have been anticipating season four. I'll say right from the get-go, I'm a fan of this show. Um, but <laughs> I was thinking about this because I literally just finished watching Episode 10, so the final episode of Season 4. Just finished watching it like five minutes before starting our, this recording. And um, it was hard for us to get all 10 episodes in quick enough to do this podcast. But we decided to put our heads down. We we felt like we, we believed in ourselves. We could watch it quick enough. <laughs> we've not we've watched nothing else. We've put, put aside all other sh- programming for the last few days. So... Um, so wow. we just finished it. That's dead. These episodes are like 34 minutes at the max. I know, but like I said, we, we get like an hour and a half at the most each night to watch. So we were doing like two to three two episodes, episodes yeah, each night. Huh, okay, so. that works. Okay, keep going. Anyway, we just finished it up. <clears throat> and I had this feeling, I had this thought. I was like, okay, we, I don't know what your experience is watching this show, but we laugh and kind of roll our eyes the entire show, you know, like, and it's been this way since we started watching. So every season I've mm-hmm. had the same experience 
when people ask me like is the show good i will tell them it's fun it's not awesome in the same way that let's say like i don't know pick your favorite you know premiere uh streaming uh series you know whatever it might be mm -hmm. um it's not done at that level it's not meant to be done at that level this is in 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 almost i was trying to think like how do you describe the tone and the production value the acting the writing that goes into cobra kai and the best comparison i can make is it's a soap opera it's a soap opera that revolves around <laughs> these karate dojos <laughs> sorry it it is <laughs> the writing is soap opera level writing, maybe slightly better, like funny. And I, I think the character of Johnny Lawrence is really funny. I think there's other good funny writing. Uh, some of the side characters, uh, Stingray, for example, is, oh, is a funny, funny character. Stingray? Yeah. Um, so there, there's, it's not to say that there isn't, there aren't little like gems in the writing. Like there are moments whenever it's pretty strong, but... For the most part, though, like the drama that's felt is very soap opera-ish. The uh, even the quality of the sets. Now, this is a huge hit. I was thinking about this. There's a scene in season four that takes place inside of a what's supposedly a convenience store. This mm -hmm. is clearly not a real convenience store. It's a set that they've tried to, you know, they've they've hurriedly. I thought it kind of looked like a Sprouts. Um. This is you remember Sprouts? I do, but that's this. Is, I think we might be talking about two different scenes because this is oh. this is very oh, obviously okay. a convenience store. <clears throat> yes, yes, yes. Now I know. Now I know where you're yeah. at. Yeah, because there's like a there's like a guy that's working behind the counter and he has like a little warming station with some pizzas that are like rotating or something. But okay, um, it's it's very cheap, uh, a very cheap looking set. Like very obviously a set, not a real like location shoot and all that to say like i'm sure this show has an Im Im immense budget right because it's a netflix show like netflix throws money at their hit series and this is a hit series so they're making a choice like they're making a mm -hmm. stylistic choice on on how to present this show and i think that it is a soap opera that revolves around these families and these karate do dojos, but it's um, and it's very aware of its own sort of soap opera stylings and 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 approach towards storytelling. I think, um, but I'm a fan. I, as this final season wrapped up, and I'm not going to give anything away, but there they allude to what comes next, right? And as we watched it, I was... Carrie Underwood, that's what comes next. Oh, spoiler, spoiler. That's We're saving that for the end. Um, even that moment. So there's a scene in which Carrie Underwood makes an appearance. <laughs> it is so cheesy. And um, it is. It was my wife, very, Shella, very cheesy. said, she said, um, <laughs> she said, there's so much cheese. <clears throat> there's so much cheese in season four. We need a charcuterie board. Like, we need... <laughs> we need like a, there's so many different kinds of cheese 
Um, but yeah, it's it's very melodramatic. It's very soap opera like. Carrie Underwood's appearance is so is so cheesy and um, yeah. Uh, but it but here's the thing is I think they're fully aware of everything they're doing. They know they know what they're doing. If they didn't, yeah, it would be unwatchable. But there's a there is a sense in which like everyone here knows exactly what 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 they're part of, you know, and and see that's the thing like the fact that I will agree with you on some parts of this that it does seem kind of very like likable soap opera soap opery that's not a word but I'm making it a word but. The fact is, is that it honestly, it really works because yes, it is super cheesy, but at the same time, it's also very, very like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm annoyed. I'm angry, but I can't stop watching. There's so much happening that the cheesiness that comes in into play, like back and forth just kind of makes it where it's like, okay, all right. I I see I I understand I get that we have to have our little bit of comedic relief but yes I would agree with everything you said one hundred percent but I also don't agree with it. In which way did you you agree with me one hundred percent? But but so I can agree with exactly. it one hundred percent. That's not how math. That's not how math works. If you agree with me one hundred percent, I agree with you sixty four percent. And then the other 36%. I want to be clear that I'm not actually criticizing it. I'm just trying to give people who maybe haven't watched it a sense of what the style is. Because I think if you just dropped into one episode, like let's say you picked episode three of season three. I have no idea what happens in that episode. But just for example, if you just came across a random, you just came across a random uh, episode and you ha- were not well versed in who the characters were or what the tone of the show is or what the humor of the show is like or whatever. And this is not a comedy. So it's not like, you know, a laugh a minute or more, uh, you know, so, but it is funny and it's in. So anyway, if somebody just dropped in and watched a random episode, I think they'd kind of like shake their head and go like, I don't understand what people like about this. Like, why is this such a big yeah. hit? The acting is over the top. Yeah. The writing is not the greatest. Um, the. But I also feel like that's how the original Karate Kids were, where the acting was just well, over. The acting was over yeah. the top, especially. And now I lo- I did like this one a lot, but um, the next Karate Kid that had Hillary Swank right. in it. That was super over the top. The acting, the dialogue, everything about that was really, really over the top. The first and second Karate Kid with Ralph yeah. Macchio were really, really good because they were, yes, the dialogue was still like, hmm, okay. As, as, as an adult watching it now, I was like, oh my gosh, this yeah. is so cheesy. But then you bring in the third one with Ralph Macchio that has um, like Terry Silver and John Kreese, and you're like, holy cow! It can't get, <laughs> it can't get more dramatic, cheesy soap opera ish than than the third right. movie for sure of of the OG like with Ralph well, Macchio. And, um, but yeah. then they surprise you with him well, Swank. Ralph Macchio was <clears throat> passable as an actor as a kid. I think he's not yeah. a great actor. As an adult, 
You know, like no, he's he's, he's probably really not. one of the weakest performers in the show. And maybe that's why he annoys me so much is because I just feel like he's trying to, he's a try hard. <laughs> like he's just, he's trying so hard to act that it's like, dude, don't just be normal. You dumb idiot. <laughs> he's still a nice guy. Come on. We got to <laughs> But no, Daniel. The... No, he is not. He is a nice guy. Not in the show. He's not. He just annoys the ever-loving fire out of me. <laughs> well, he's, he, so, he's so stuck in his ways. He is stuck in his ways, but so is... That is not what Mr. Miyagi taught well, him. But, but this whole four-season storyline is is both the transformation of, he, of the Ralph Macchio character and the Johnny Lawrence character. Or sorry, yes, the Daniel LaRusso. True. Which is the character's name in the show. So Daniel and Johnny are both being transformed by becoming teachers to all these kids, right? Like they, they mm -hmm. are uh, both learning to appreciate some qualities of one another, um, which are you know they're they're polar opposites, but they're they're starting to appreciate one another and learn from one another. So there's so there's a transformation. I agree with you that Daniel is stuck in his ways and judgmental. He's very judgmental of others around him. Mm -hmm. he really but is. um he he's on his own journey. He's 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 changing little by little just like everyone else is. It just takes him so long. It does. It's taken four seasons. And there's lots of <laughs> <clears throat> The truth is too with this show another thing that makes it very much like a soap opera is that these same relational conflicts that like began in season one, they mm -hmm. constantly are cycling in and out of the same conflicts, right? Like, like every yeah. relationship that exists here, and I'm not not just the not just the romantic relationships, but even like the relationship between Johnny and Daniel. Um, which is the kind of the central relationship, I think, of the whole show. But um, the two of them are are kind of drawn together and then forced apart over and over again in each season, right? Yeah. Like they try to make some mm -hmm. movement towards each other to try to work together, try to understand each other, try to accept one another. And then it, it, very quickly something you know, creates conflict in their relationship and they're forced back apart and the same drama occurs over and over again, which is very much like a soap opera, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's very true because at one point <clears throat> you think, oh man, okay, here we go. But then it does, it kind of just trickles where it's like, what? <laughs> like, come on, let's, let's not, let's not go this route and just kind of, but There's I mean... No yeah, spoilers. there's also, I think, this so. uh, kind of inconsistency in, like, character motivations and, and, and even in the way characters respond to one another, another sometimes. Like, um, I'm trying to think of a specific example, but, like, I noticed in season four, like, there would be a scene where two characters would be in stark, like, conflict with each other. Like, where you mm -hmm. would think that they were... Um, this happens among a lot of the, the young actors that are playing students in these different dojos, right? 
Like they'll come, they'll come into yeah. contact with each other at school or out in public somewhere. And like, they, they hate each other, right? Like there's like this rage and they, um, and then there's an, you know, there might be a scene a couple episodes later with very little, like very little scene in the narrative that explains like why one of them might have warmed towards the other. And suddenly they're like yeah. able to have like a very, uh, you know, calm, civil conversation with each other <laughs> and like express these deep thoughts and feelings with each other about why they responded with so much anger or whatever. And, and you know, and there's a whole on again, off again um, nature to like most of the romances that are part of this. And we're going to get yeah. to that in, in when mm -hmm. I quiz you later on to see if you can keep all the, the relationships straight. But lots of romance here also that's kind of melodramatic like a soap opera but when season yeah. four comes to an end and they they hint at what's to come i'm totally on board like i was like all right i'm ready yeah. and see <laughs> like, that's that's the thing it's like man what <laughs> like you go through all of this and then whenever because for me <clears throat> i had i was on I was on break the whole time when it first came out. So it came out New Year's Eve. Um, I didn't start watching it until New Year's Day, probably mid-afternoon New Year's Day, whenever I, I don't remember what time I got back home. It was probably around 3.30 or 4, I think. Um, and so I got home and started watching it, and I had it done in in a day and a half maybe two days just because the episode i think it was a day and a half uh just because the episodes were so short and m my moods would be oh i hate this person oh okay i kind of like this person wait a minute no i hate this person <laughs> oh wait no i kind of like this person and that just progressed the whole entire time and then when we get to like the pivotal moments it's like well what the freaking heck like come on what what is what is what's happening but then end of it and you're like oh <laughs> okay can't wait for season five to come out so i can under so i can go through all these waves of emotions again to kind of figure out what's yeah. going to happen in season five because there obviously there is going to be a season well five. it even now I, I believe and this is a spoiler of sorts but I, I believe it's part of the very final scene of the series of the of season four. There's actually written text across the screen that says we're already making season five. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. I mean, that. so I, all that to say, like, um, you know, not really a spoiler to say that Daniel and Johnny don't die in season four. <laughs> like they're still <laughs> they're still they're still out there in the you know so a lot of the same conflicts and the yeah they're in the karate verse and there's still a lot of the same conflicts that have been part of the first three or first four seasons of are still out there to be resolved you know and and they never will yeah. be resolved and that's again the soap opera nature of this show is that like We'll never say never. They could. I, I think we have seen some movement <clears throat> towards resolution. It might take another two seasons, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with as many times now as it looks has looked like Daniel and Johnny are ready to, you know, put their differences aside and work together, and it still hasn't happened, right? So, partially, I think that is because Daniel is on his high horse. 
Like, I feel like if Daniel would just kind of step back, step down from that Uh for a minute. And we kind of see that. Again, no spoilers. We'll get more into it after. Um, We kind of see that in a moment. And it's like, okay, he really, he is, he is trying to kind of work it out between him and Johnny. But then it kind of, it just goes back and forth with him. But I think, I really do think that come season five, we will have a clear resolve with Johnny and Daniel. I really do. It's I'm yet hoping to be seen. Least. So who's, who do you, we've talked about, <laughs> I think uh, Ralph Macchio might be the worst performance on the show. Who do you think is the best? No. The worst, it's between Ralph Macchio, who plays Daniel LaRusso, and his freaking daughter, um, played by Mary Mouser, who plays Samantha LaRusso. I can't stand her. I can't, I I want nothing more than to be one of the Cobra Kai people, and that's whenever I take that no mercy, and it would not be a smidge no mercy. It would be no mercy because... My gosh! So, my what, gosh. what? What do you? Is it um, the, the character that bothers you, or you think she's a bad actress? I think the writing for this character, and maybe it, maybe it might be a little bit of both. I don't think I've seen her in anything other than this. Um, so, for four seasons, this is the only thing that I've seen her in. Now, maybe I need to go and kind of find some other movies or TV shows or whatever that she's been in. Uh, but for me, I feel like the character as a whole is just kind of written really poorly. I, I find it hard. I find it hard to. F- I don't know that she's a bad actress. Uh, what's the actor's name again? Uh, or the Mary, Mary Mouser. Mouser or whatever. Um, so I don't know that she's bad. <laughs> um, I do think she's. It's hard to believe her as a karate champ. <laughs> I think she yes. feels. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe I don't know. That's what it There's is. something about her performance that makes her feel. Mm, I don't know. A little soft. That might be an acting problem. I feel like it's the same with her as it is with Daniel, the character Daniel, is that they're just so holier than thou. Like she definitely has that that Ralph Macchio or Daniel the character Daniel has that I'm better than you kind of stigma and maybe that's what it is maybe I just don't handle that type of personality very well so whenever it's portrayed so heavily in a show it's kind of like oh this is no thanks I I can't do it um for best character it is a tie between Robbie Keane and Eli Hawk Mouskowitz, which Mouskowitz always gets me because I think of American <laughs> Tale <laughs> with Five yeah, Mouskowitz. Yeah. <laughs> and it always comes to my head, Five Mouskowitz. So it's between Robbie and Hawk for me. I feel like Hawk really had an amazing, like, his character arc in season four was amazing. And I found where I was like, oh my gosh, rooting, rooting for Hawk, where before I was like, man, I can't, this character, there's something in him that I really liked, but I was like, oh, you're just such a terrible Do you want to give some, Um, just really brief background on both of those characters? Yes. So Robbie Keane is Johnny Lawrence's son. Um, Johnny has 
has this kid and doesn't really have anything to do with him. So Robbie is like just kind of into everything, kind of a a bad a bad news bear kind of kid. And so he becomes a student of Daniel. So he goes through Miyagi-Do and then in season one and season two, uh, he goes to the All-Valley Karate Tournament with Miyagi-Do and then that's kind of where he beats Johnny's main person, which is Miguel. And so he, as he's going further and further, he kind of has a turning point. Um, things happen in season three where he goes to juvie for a little bit and then he wants nothing to do with Daniel or his dad. So he ends up going to Cobra Kai. Hawk is a nerdy kid. His name's obviously Eli Maskowitz. He is a nerdy kid that is just kind of tired of being the butt of everybody's jokes. So he enlists in Cobra Kai back whenever, um, Johnny was the founder of it. Uh, and then John Kreese comes into play and Hawk is kind of always there. And then something happens with Hawk. He kind of takes a turning point, leaves with Johnny whenever Johnny starts his own thing. And then he kind of has his storyline in season four was kind of emotional because he's this kid that is really defined by how cool he looks with a mohawk kind of thing. And that kind of gets taken away and he just becomes this, I don't know who I am type of person. Like he has an identity crisis kind of. So those are those two characters. And I really like, I really liked both of those characters. I think out of all the characters, Robbie and Eli or Hawk are my absolute favorites. So. Not to mention Dimitri's pretty funny, but. I, I definitely feel like uh, Johnny Lawrence is the heart and soul of this show. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like he's probably giving us the best performance. It's William Zabka is the actor's name. Um, but yeah, I think he. He definitely has the most comedic, ti- the best comedic timing, I think. But but also, oh, yeah, for sure, manages to make this feel like a, a real character in a way that many of the other performances don't feel all that real. They feel like they are part of this kind of soap opera universe. Um, so I think he turns in probably the best or my favorite performance as as Johnny um and then this season season 4 there's actually a a new guest and uh it's a actor named Thomas Ian Griffith who is a reprised role from uh I think from um Karate Kid 3 yeah his name is Terry yeah. Silver he goes by just Silver he is very I think <laughs> He seems to to really get a kick out of being part of this show. Um, he's every moment see, he's that on was, the screen. That was his character yeah, in three. Every moment he's on screen, he's kind of like I don't know, like just uh, staring into the camera almost. Like <laughs> <laughs> there's something about him. That drove uh, Shella crazy as we watched this together, and because um, she kept saying like, "Oh my goodness, he's 
He's so dramatic, so overacting. And I was like, yeah, but that's, I think that's, he knows what this is. That's, that was, that's, yeah, like that was him in the third installment of Karate Kid. That was who Terry Silver was. He kind of was in like the shadow of right. John Kreese um, a little bit, but he was also just <laughs> like, you hate to love him, but you love to hate him. Kind of a cartoon villain type almost. Yeah, Yeah. very much so. And I was very excited to see him kind of come back. And the way he comes back is literally the best. I was... I was angry, but I was also like, okay, this is this is perfect. This is the perfect the perfect person to come back. Like this character having this character back in this series instead of just the yeah. one movie is phenomenal. I I loved it. I loved I to give you to give anyone who hasn't seen season 4 yet a sense of what his presence is like on the screen. So there's a scene where he has uh you know Terry Silver the character has um, apparently become very wealthy and has this life where he just all he has all he has to do each day is basically go and have like champagne uh, parties with his wife and um, <laughs> not even his wife. Oh, is that not his wife? Not even his wife. Uh, uh-uh, they're just okay. But he so there's a scene where he's sitting out on his balcony in the morning and his butler or something brings him this like cream brulee looking thing that he's supposed to eat for breakfast. And um, the butler goes to basically char the top of this creme brulee and the lighter that he's using to try to char this or it's, it's kind of like a, a torch and he's trying to, to sort of char the top of this dessert um, and it clicks. It's not working right. So it clicks like three times. <laughs> And this triggers a back, a flashback. This triggers a flashback to Vietnam. So, and suddenly we're like in a, I don't know, like some kind of a ditch, and there's, you know, like snakes crawling over him, and he's being tortured by, you know, for his state secrets that he as a soldier has or something. I think my favorite part was whenever he was kind of on the fence. And then he's down in his wine cellar, and there's this bottle of wine, and he's just staring at oh. it so intently. And then he does oh, like yeah. a roundhouse kick and kicks it to smash oh, into the goodness. into the painting. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and the lady upstairs is like, Terry, is everything all right? And he's like, Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what's, what's better the than ever? But see, that's the thing. I loved it so much. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't help it. I, but I don't just you love, love that character coming back? Yeah, was but so that's great. the thing is like, this is melodrama. This is, but mm-hmm. he gets it. Like he knows. Like yes. I would not be surprised if he's like helping to script some of these scenes. Like it's so over the top, dramatic, and so yeah, 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 for sure. It was yeah. So sure. I, yeah, I would. I I guess I would recommend this to anyone. Uh, if you've seen the first three seasons and you have not watched season four yet, it's certainly worth your time if you're a fan of the first three seasons. Um, I have a hard time 
Well, not a hard time, but I just try to let people know if people say like, hey, is Cobra Kai good? Just had a friend actually send me a text and say, hey, is Cobra Kai good? And I said, I said, it's really fun. That's the way I feel about it. It's 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 yeah. just like very lighthearted. Um, I mean, it's lighthearted, but once you uh, like within the universe, the soap opera that it is, it's it wants to be very serious, but in a sort of a, you know wink and naughty kind of way. You know, not naughty, not naughty, nod like a wink and a nod. <laughs> That's not. It's not naughty. Um. So yes, but. I I mean overall I would I highly recommend it. I think it's a fun they're short episodes, so it's a fun little where you can you can be doing something else and still be able to watch it and kind of have it going or you can sit down and be like I'm going to watch this. It it goes by quick and you get hooked even though it is that soap opera type feel super dramatic you get hooked watching it so i i recommend i give it a nine out of ten for sure all right so when we come back uh from a short break i'm going to be testing you rory on your cobra kai knowledge okay hi there this is aaron i want to take a moment to thank you for listening to this week's episode and to ask if you could do rory and me a favor If you've been at least trying to like our podcast, we kindly ask that you share it with your friends and family. You can do this through all the typical ways using Facebook, Twitter, MySpace, Friendster, whatever you're into these days. But we also ask that you consider rating and reviewing our show in the Apple Podcast app or wherever you listen to our show. This will help more people find us, and we just might read your review on our show, especially if you say something really great about us. Thank you again for listening, and back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. We are going to be kicking our way into some Cobra Kai trivia, where I know not of the questions nor of the answers that I will be given, giving... Given and given. No, you you you're just answering today. I'm Aaron, I'm asking the questions. You just you do your best. Okay, so the questions I will be given, I don't know yes. the answers to. Yep. That I will be giving I, back. I put together these so, questions. So here's how it'll work. Yep. And he didn't share I it did in not. our shared folder. So no, no cheating here. So I will read the question and then you can try to answer um without any multiple choice options. If you get it correct, then you get two points. If you have to hear the options, then you only get one point. Understand? How many total possible Uh, points? So in the first round, there's two two sections here. In the first round, there are eight questions. So that leaves a total possible points of 16. And then there are four Mm -hmm. possible bonus questions. Okay. So okay. the possible, the top score would be 20 points if you got everything right. All right. Got it. Here we okay, go. This one this. should be easy. What motto is written on the wall of the Cobra Kai dojo? Strike first. Strike hard. No mercy. Very good. No mercy. Yeah, so you have uh, two points for that. Okay. Let's go to the next yes. question. What was the name of the competition 
where Daniel LaRusso defeated Johnny Lawrence. That is the All All Valley Karate Tournament, wow. as Daniel wow. LaRusso would say. Tournament. Wow. Yep, two points for that. Very good. You didn't even. Some of the options were the Hill Valley Karate Championship, Hidden Valley Ranch Tournament, <laughs> Valley of the Dojo Tournament. But you got oh. it right with All Valley Karate Tournament. Okay, here we go. Aside from serving as the sensei for Miyagi Do, what does Daniel LaRusso do for a job? He kicks the prices. He's a car salesman. He own well, and he also owns the business. Yeah. He's a no, owner that qualifies. Of a car he sells cars. He's a car salesman. So you get your two there points. He Very also good. Kicks the Very prices. good. This one, they're going to get a little. They're going to get a little more difficult. Okay, bring it on, Johnny. What country is the character Miguel's family from originally? Is it Mexico? Do you want to hear the options? Mm. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I guess. All right. Options are A, Mexico, B, Peru, C, Cuba, or D, Ecuador. <laughs> I uh, I want to say Mexico just because of the ending. I'm going to go with Mexico. All right. According to my research, it's actually Ecuador. Well, dang in fact, it, I think there's stupid. a joke kind of made in season four where Johnny Lawrence is trying to cook dinner for them and he's made Mexican food. And, oh, yeah. that's right. All right, next question. So you get zero for that one. I'm sorry. Zero. So, I'm um, six. so next question. Who said, which character said, I wasn't taught the difference between mercy and honor, and I paid the price for it? I wasn't taught the difference between mercy and honor, so I paid the price for it. I wasn't taught the difference between... Mercy and honor. So I paid them. So you can guess outright, or you can just. I can read you the names of four possible characters. Hmm. Can you tell me if it was in season one? I don't. I don't have that information to share with you. This is just a famous quote from one of the main characters. I honestly, my, my head is, my mind is telling, my mind's telling me no, <laughs> but my body, my mind is honestly telling me that it's Johnny Lawrence. Cause that just seems like something that it seems like something him being brought up with Cobra right. Kai with John Creed. So I'm going to, uh, I'm going with my gut, Johnny Lawrence. You are correct. Johnny Lawrence. Yes. All right. Fear me. This should be easy. <coughs> what is the actual name in the show of a character who has gone by both the nicknames Hawk and Lip? 
Eli Meskowitz. There are no cats in Thank America. America and the streets are paved with cheese. Papa? There are no cats Papa? in America. <laughs> that's my. That's my. <laughs> what's the What's the mouse's name in in uh, an American Tale? The boy. Fievel. Fievel. Yeah, that's what I'm. Let's talk about a great show, though. That okay. movie was amazing. The second one was garbage, but the first Next one question. What is the nickname of the oldest student from the Cobra Kai Dojo? Should be easy. The, the nickname yeah, what's of the, the nickname oldest of student? the oldest student? From the Cobra Kai Dojo. Currently student, not uh, former student. Oh. Oh. Oh, like, are we, are we talking like oldest as in? Yeah, like the. Oldest there or oldest age, as in age? age. Oh, um, Stingray. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yep. Stingray. Um, what causes Daniel? I think this happens in season three. What causes Daniel okay. to fire his cousin Louie from the LaRusso car dealership? Uh, you're going to have to give me the options. Option A, he plays a prank on Robbie that scares a lobby full of customers. Option B, he teams up with some bikers and destroys Johnny's car. Letter C, or option C, he's found to be stealing from the company. Or, letter D, he isn't fired, he's on vacation during season two. Excuse me. And And returns... In season three. Uh, I think it's the biker one because there's a part in season four, the prom, where he talks about bikers. So I'm going to go with bikers. Correct. Remember, he decides to get back at Johnny. So he gets like some of his biker (laughs) friends to go over and. Try to mess Johnny yes. Johnny up, yes, yes. and they end up messing up his car too. Because Johnny has like a cool car, kind of, right? Yeah, the one that he stole. He it's his pride and joy. Um. Okay. Yep. All right. So you currently have um. Six, so you have fourteen points out of the possible sixteen so okay. far. All right. So now. Okay. We're going to play a kind of different round here where you're going to match a character to the romant to that character's romantic counterpart. Okay. Okay. Easy. <clears throat> so I will read the name of the character, the male lead character. I want you to tell me the uh-huh. name of their romantic counterpart. Okay. Real or TV? T- TV. 
Yeah, the characters okay, in Cobra Kai. All right. Okay. All right. First one is yes. you'll get one point for each of these. By the way. Okay. So you could okay. get up to eighteen points now. I guess. Yeah. All right. So Johnny. Oh, you're not gonna say that. Well, Johnny Lawrence. Okay. Okay. Uh, Do I need to say the full name name. or just the first name? Okay, Carmen. Good. One point. Number two, Hawk. Moon. Very good. I would never have gotten that one. Number three, Daniel. (laughs) Uh, His wife. Which her name is Amanda? Yeah. Amanda? Amanda. Amanda. Because you have Samantha and then Amanda. Amanda. I think you muted yourself. (laughs) I was muted. How did I become muted? I don't know, but how long was I muted? <coughs> um. Me. Well, I said Amanda, and then I said because you have Samantha and Amanda, and oh. then there was nothing. So then I said, I think you're muted. Well, I'm not anymore. Um. So the last one was Miguel. Uh, was I right with Amanda? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you didn't say. I said, okay. So I must have been Perfect. muted for longer than than I expected, or than I understood. Okay. Yeah, I, apparently. Um, Miguel is Samantha. He's very good. Yeah. But he also had a little bit of a fling with. Uh, yeah, Tori. a little bit. Tori. But he's with yeah. Samantha right now. Yeah. Um. All right. Very good. Very good. All right. If you have not seen season four of Cobra Kai, but you plan to. Or if you haven't seen the entire season, um, if you're a sane person or a person who has a, a life and you haven't been able to spend, uh, I guess it's really only like five or six hours, right? So, you know, uh, yeah, six hours I mean, over three days. What's that really? You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, do you play video games? Do you watch sports? Easy so. Do you watch football? That's four. That's four. Or two quarters with four <sighs> two halves <laughs> with four quarters at 15 minutes a piece my gosh anyways what he's trying to say if you haven't seen it spoiler, spoiler alert, alert we're moving into a spoiler, spoiler alert, discussion spoiler alert spoiler alert we're gonna spoil this season four for you spoiler all right so all right let's yeah, get down to business spoilers all right so um, this is the last time I'm going to say spoiler alert. We're getting down. We're getting down to the nitty gritty. So if you don't want to listen, click off now and go to like the last 30 seconds of the, of the podcast. If you want to hear the outro or recommendations, but here it is. Spoiler alert. Season four, Cobra Kai. Let's get it. Number right. one. I was not expecting the immense twist that Terry Silver was not that timid flaky little scared guy and was actually literally playing everyone and daniel was the only one that was like listen he's a trickster 
He's a tricky guy. And we kind of got to see how John Kreese was a little bit more <laughs> the lesser of two evils. Like, yeah, holy cow. I, so those are some of the inconsistencies sometimes that I see in characters. Like, we go, yeah. we swing so wildly back and forth between, like, John Kreese is just this awful uh, human being who has no mercy or sympathy for anyone. And then all of a sudden he's like, you know, he's like, uh, you know, you, you choose to fight however hard you think you should fight and and he yeah yeah whenever he's talking to tori at the at yeah the so there's a little end. bit of i mean to me that's it you know what they're trying to do is they're trying to humanize the john crease character to an extent so that when at the end of season four we have that surprise that mm-hmm. you know terry silver has yeah that terry it. silver has basically betrayed him and in a way that's going to send him to jail. Um, yeah. Cause he beat up Stingray right. to a bloody. Pulp. So now Terry silver, not they John want Kreese, us to but... feel sympathy for John crease in that moment. So they have to give him like these human moments leading up to that. Right. So, yeah. and I don't know if that's actually earned or not because otherwise he just seems like a big creep, you know? So I, I don't know, but yeah. I, I definitely think, um, that surprised me and it did explain some things because there's a kind of a moment um when the John Kreese character has to kind of put Terry Silver in his place in the dojo. Like there's a moment where he kind of like pulls him aside and kind of like, Listen, you're you're my subordinate. You know, John Kreese is telling saying this to Terry Silver, yeah. like like you're not the captain, I'm the captain, you know. Um and Terry Silver in that moment kind of has this expression like, oh, okay, this is what you think. But, like, you could kind of pick up that he wasn't, even though he played it off like he was cool with that, he he really wasn't. And they don't elude. Yeah. It was kind of that whole thing where he brought back the whole weakness. Right. Like, I know, I oh, know yeah, because, your weakness. And that would yeah, control. Like, yeah, and that 100%. was all based on that. That moment in the classroom at Cobra Kai, whenever uh, Terry Silver is telling the students, like, everyone has a weakness, even Sensei, uh, even Sensei Crease, you know? And, and then that mm-hmm. really ticks off Sensei Crease, like, I have no weakness. Um, but clearly, he does have a weakness, which is exposed by Terry Silver later on in the season. But yeah, so that was a great, I did think yeah. that was a great surprise. And because I do like Terry Silver as a bad guy, as sort of a cartoonish kind of villain, I thought it worked really well. So I liked it. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of left at the end. <laughs> I wasn't sure what really happened because, like, obviously Cobra Kai won because Tori, but also because Terry Silver basically bought it where Tori won. Um, and so... And that that too right there, I feel like the inconsistencies with Tori and Amanda yeah, and Tori yeah. and Samantha, that's where I was like, okay, Samantha is literally the worst person because she is not coming to terms with this. But also at the same time, you have Tori who is just being so inconsistent with Amanda right, LaRusso. Right. But then you kind of figure out, okay, well, Amanda's setting it up where she is giving her that mother figure that mother kind of i want i want to help you 
Um, and so, but then the whole fight when Tori like knocks her down, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, are you okay?" Right, I'm like, right. "Wait, why?" <laughs> like, well, why there's are another. You, why there's another moment that? like that where I was just like, "This is so inconsistent." Like, you have, um, you have. Uh, now I'm blanking on their names. Um, I'm gonna have to look at our list here. Robbie. Okay, so Robbie, uh, the Robbie King oh, yeah, character, yeah, yeah. who's like one of the top if not like the best you know fighter out there he's um yeah he's he's uh, one of the top right and he's up yeah. against he's he's paired with a new character do you remember the the name of the new character the the young kid who keeps getting bullied the boy kenny, uh, kenny. Okay. <clears throat> is it kenny payne is that his name yeah, Kenny Payne, because his brother That's was right. in juvie with. So Robbie. Robbie and Kenny's older brother have this history in juvenile detention. <clears throat> There's a moment when they're on the mat together during this All Valley Karate competition or tournament where Robbie just, j- who is about twice the size of Kenny, just like mm-hmm. tears into him. Absolutely no mercy, just lets it all rip and... Um, just destroys Kenny, this little kid, you know, out on the mat. Um, we don't see any real, because remember, this is all happening in one afternoon at this tournament, right? The next time we see mm-hmm. these two characters together, uh, Kenny has just beaten the crap out of, uh, Daniel Russo, LaRusso's son, um, and his Anthony. Anthony. And now Robbie is just uh, is somehow horrified that Kenny is now beating up LaRusso's son, and um, and he's you know suddenly very uh, horrified by his the, this path that he's led Kenny down right, and like these kind of changes yeah. in characters happen so quickly. It, within even one episode where we don't actually see what instigates that change in the heart or that change in their outlook, you know? And and so that's very soap opera-ish. It's probably a weakness in the writing, yeah. but there's so many... There's, I don't know what it is. There's so much else that's com- compelling in sort of a fun, cheesy way that it just... It, I just, you know... I overlook all that stuff, even though I see it. I see yeah. it, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. And just kind of roll our eyes. Um, you have to let a lot of stuff just go. Yeah, you you really do, because it's kind of... So, the way that it, the way that it ended for me, I was like, okay. Cobra Kai won in the girls' division, but Miyagi-Do won because of Hawk. So, that kind of... And so, I was like, okay, but... Miyagi-Do is saying that they're gonna that he has to give up his dojo but at the same time he doesn't have to give it up because we see Chosen who was in Karate Kid 2 um, and then season 3 we find Daniel LaRusso and Chosen right he's talking to Miyagi's grave he's at Miyagi's grave and he's talking and you think he's kind of talking to Miyagi but he's actually talking to Chosen um, about how they need to work together. And so y- it's gearing up for season five, who, one, you have Terry Silver, who says to John Kreese as he's being 
taken away by the police officers. I have other friends who right. can come and help me. I don't know who that. I don't. I can't remember who in season three would be another person to come yeah, help Terry Silver. I don't remember. But either. then, yeah, and then, but then you also have Daniel who's saying, "Okay, chosen." Um, you're going to be the one that <laughs> and how chosen got right, right. so quick. Yeah. Um, not quite sure about that, but I also think that that gears up for Miyagi Do and Eagle Fang because you do have that end whenever Samantha is fighting Tori where Daniel kind of is like, okay, she has to play both offensive and right. defensive. So he pulls in Johnny and they kind of have that let's right. work together. So it's going to be interesting if see, in season five, if Johnny, Daniel, and Chosen all kind of right. band together um, and, and work because obviously Cobra Kai is now on the up and up because of Terry Silver and his money and his pool and his economic status and all this stuff um, being able to kind of get Cobra Kai bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, so I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see what season five does just for the fact that all of this has happened. Uh, I'm very curious to see if like now Anthony is going to really decide to start learning karate because of the fact that he was such right, an antagonist. Right. He's another um, which kind of led to Kenny being yeah turning into the way he did because he was so tired of it and Robbie thought that he was doing it the best of his ability like Daniel did with him but then it kind of turns because then you have Cobra Kai who is kind of giving you that negative giving Kenny that negative on top of what Robbie's teaching him and I predictions I think that both Tori and Robbie are going to end up in Miyagi-Do yeah, I think I think uh, the fact that that Cobra Kai cheated by paying off the judge in that final mm-hmm. match is not going to sit well with Tori. So I do think she's going to probably leave. Mm-hmm. And also, she she is developing this friendship with Amanda, Daniel Larusso's wife. So, I yeah, mm-hmm. I have a feeling she's not going to be with Cobra Kai for too much longer. I do think Anthony. LaRusso is going to play a larger part in future seasons. He was another character where he had this complete change of heart. For what reason? We're not really sure. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, his dad yells yeah. at him. Um, <laughs> like his, I don't know. his dad gets super, and he goes super and upset. He, I, we kept expecting <clears throat> this uh, scroll that Anthony LaRusso finds that has yeah. like a move. And Daniel, Daniel says something like, I hope we never have to learn that, that style of fighting. I hope we never have to learn that move or something, which, yeah, which creates all this tension and drama and expectation. And it never comes back into the storyline, but maybe it will in future seasons. Yeah. I don't know, but um, it, it might in future. I don't know. It would be really interesting to see uh, if, if Tori and Robbie, because there's kind of a pivotal moment for, for Robbie and Johnny where, Johnny goes to the old Cobra Kai building. Robbie follows him. They have this momi, mo, moment where Robbie kind of breaks down and is like, I'm just so tired of being angry. Um, and they both kind of break down. And Johnny says, you you had something good with Daniel. You had something good at yeah. Miyagi-Do. 
Um, and so that kind of builds up. Okay, he's going to go back. He's going to go back because at this point, Johnny is getting ready to follow after Miguel, who's to going to Mexico to find his dad, who has no idea that he is even in existence. Apparently, he's I'm a bad guy. Yeah, I'm expecting... Um, Johnny to get uh, mixed yeah. up with some uh, cartels in season five. I yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking too. That's it's what I'm. So, that's exactly what I'm so thinking. It's so perfect. It it, it, it <laughs> and see then again that's like what? How did we get to this moment? We haven't like, had any. But I feel. Excuse me. We have not had any characters come back from the dead yet. So that's. That's yeah. So it'll be a real twist if Miyagi comes back. Um, <laughs> uh, but it is kind of. I'm very interested to see if by possibly Tori kind of coming over to Miyagi Do, if Samantha will just be so upset that she hightails it over to Cobra Kai. <laughs> At that point, she has been in every and, dojo in town. So. Yeah, like, I feel like that would be the perfect dramatic thing for this most soap opera thing that could happen would be for Tori to, yeah, for Tori to come over to Miyagi-Do and kind of change her ways because of Amanda and her saying, if you need help, just come and ask me, like, I'm I'm here for you, I'm rooting for you. And then Samantha to just be like, oh, how can you guys... How can you know what she did? Blah blah. blah. Well, dummy, you did the exact same right. thing back. Like y- you did it to her. She just doesn't have anybody to help. She doesn't have anybody to stand up for her. So it'd be really interesting to see if, because like Daniel in the third movie, he went to Cobra Kai. He left Miyagi. He went to Cobra Kai, and then and inadvertently he came right. back to yeah. Miyagi but it'd be very interesting to see if Samantha kind of does the same thing leaves she did a little bit in this same... season already though because she kind of branched out to Eagle Fang for a little bit right so no, I guess that's and then true, that's back, true. But, well we better wrap it up we're we have gone yes. long but uh just like uh an extended episode of Cobra Kai we have no mercy on our listeners. We strike hard. No, we'll make it. We'll make you strike. Make you listen. Strike hard. Strike first. Strike first. Strike hard. No mercy. Um, no mercy. But I would highly recommend. Hopefully, uh, if if you guys did listen and did see it, uh, you will let us know what you thought about it. You can go to our Facebook page. I'm trying to like it. The podcast. You can email us at I'm trying to like it at gmail dot com. Uh, Aaron, do you have any recommendations before we part ways? I did see the newest Spider-Man and it was freaking amazing. So that, so, so good. I, um, but do you have any upcoming, rec- upcoming movies uh, or shows a, coming there's out? There's a lot, I, but I, I'll, I really haven't had much time over the last week beyond just watching Cobra Kai. So there hasn't been anything else okay. I've been, I've been, that's been on my radar really. I know there are some good things coming out soon. Um, mm-hmm. I think we've mentioned this before, but is Bridgerton season three or season two? They, when is that? They just released. I don't remember what they said, but they just released when it will okay. be coming right. out. So that's um, not so anytime I'm not, super soon, though, right? Okay. Yeah, I, it's not anytime soon. 
Um, but they did release when it would be coming out. I just okay. can't remember. Uh, it looks like we'll spring. Find that out, but springtime. But anyway, so. yeah. Not. I've just been kind um, of in the world of Cobra Kai this week. So. Okay, my recommendation is the la the Lost Daughter. Um, that is that is on Netflix. It stars um, Dakota Johnson and Olivia. Olivia Coleman, I think is her name. No idea. Um, and it looks Ed Harris is in it, so it looks really, really, really good. Um, Peter Sarsgaard, all the all the good names. So that would be my recommendation. Um, I also saw um one person commented on a post that I made on our Facebook page that we should talk and review Groundhog's Day. Hmm. Well, that's coming so, up. Um, um, I think. In February, yeah, February right? Yeah, February yep. 1st or 2nd. Yeah, that might be a good recasting. How could you recast that with someone besides Bill Murray, though? Well, it can be done. Or can it? We can. If there's a will, there's a way. And I know the way, and I have the will. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for partaking in the first episode of 2022. Episode 20 um, of I'm... Ugh. Of I'm trying to like it. Hope you all stay safe out there. Wash those hands. Make sure that you're not licking anything disgusting. And keep your kids from licking those disgusting things too. Um, don't cough on people. Don't sneeze on people. And if you do, say you're sorry and run like the wind. Anyways, <laughs> thanks for listening to I'm trying to like it. Bye.